Well, grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text then for this 17th Sunday after Pentecost is from the Old Testament book of Jeremiah, which was just read a few moments ago. And it'll serve as the basis for this day's meditation. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, believe it or not, it all goes back to the seventh grades. I was a backup to the backup. I was a third-string quarterback for a school team, which was called the Mustangs. My so-called football career. It was very unusual. It wasn't like most people when they love and play the game of football. My career, as stellar as it was, it didn't last very long. It was cut short by my own accords. In fact, it only lasted for one scrimmage. I never saw it coming. I was hit from behind. And as you know, the ball was fumbled. And of course, the opponents recovered the ball. One hit. That's all it took. I just didn't have what it took to be the greatest. If you were listening earlier to the gospel reading, then you know the disciples, they had an argument, didn't they? They wanted to know, but they didn't want to ask Jesus, who's the greatest? But you see, in the game of football, the quarterback's position is said to be one, if not the most essential position in all of the game. Now, there are those who might argue, well, the quarterback makes the entire team. And there are those who say that it's not the quarterback. It's all the players around them. Being a quarterback demands that one must have a high level of awareness. One must be able to see and to know what's happening all around them. Truth be told, a quarterback can see the rushing all that is in front of them. But he can't always see what's behind him. This is why every quarterback needs a friend, right? Called a tackle. Someone to protect him from his blind spot. Someone who can protect him from things that are happening all around him. Especially those things that he can't see. You see, the prophet Jeremiah in our Old Testament reading was no different. He too needed a tackle. Someone who was going to take care of him. And perhaps watch his back. You see, looking at our text for today, the 17th Sunday after Pentecost, we unequivocally see the importance of having a tackle. Someone who is looking out for us and being our eyes for the things that we can't see all around us. The prophet Jeremiah, the quarterback of God's team, is often called the weeping prophet. 
He has called us because he has a deep love and concern for people. In other words, he imitates Christ. He has compassion. Ultimately, today from the text, we learn that Jeremiah loves Judah. Right? He loves the people. But the people of Judah didn't necessarily love him back. Jeremiah experienced perhaps one of the biggest blindsides in all of the Old Testament. He never saw it coming. In those three verses that we read for our Old Testament, we learn about the plot against Jeremiah and how he was almost killed. We also learn that God was watching out and having his back, as it were, for this so-called weeping prophet. Weeping prophets. Jeremiah was there. And he was proclaiming God's word, but all the listeners didn't like it. They didn't want to hear it. They were working behind the scenes, working to silence him. They were looking to put a solid hit, as it were, on Jeremiah in order to take him out forever. As we see from our text, this is just not any hit or any attack. Jeremiah describes his attackers as wanting to destroy the tree with its fruits. They wanted to cut off from the land of the living. They wanted to wipe out his very existence. They wanted his name to be remembered no more. This isn't just death. It is a total annihilation. The various curious thing here in our text that makes us raise our eyebrows is that it wasn't until God revealed the plot to Jeremiah that he was even aware of it. He was, as Scripture reminds us, like a gentle lamb who was led to slaughter. That was about what was to happen. He was blindsided, as it were, sacked, ripe for the pickings, any way you want to say it. To every quarterback, a blindsided hit can cause tremendous damage. Every quarterback has a tackle whose job it is to go to great lengths to protect him from anything that might cause him harm. Every quarterback is a servant, a soldier for the team. It isn't pretty when a quarterback gets blindsided or when he gets from behind. You might recall, remember Joe Theismann? who in 1985, by the hand of Lawrence Taylor, he suffered a career-ending injury. And when they asked what happened, he goes, I didn't see it coming. In fact, many quarterbacks experience this great pain, this hurt, and sometimes career-ending injuries that permanently takes them out of the game. Being blindsided has its effect. It has its devastating and lasting consequences. This is why every quarterback needs a tackle. Someone who's got their back. Someone who can see the entire picture. You see, Jeremiah, sure, he was a young prophet. But any quarterback in football knows the horrible danger of the blind side. They simply forgot 
that it existed or that they didn't see the sign or signs that it was coming. This, my dear friends, this is how it is for you and I. You and I, we have a blind spot. We have one because of our sinful nature, which makes us able to see clearly the whole picture. You and I are constantly unaware of our blind spot as Satan and his team. They try to knock us out of the crown for contention. Now it's true. We should know from experience and from what Scripture says that our human condition is full of sin. And it can't be trusted. Even though we are trusting in our own minds and hearts, we are trusting in minds and hearts that are in a fallen state. In fact, there is no way. There is no way at all to protect ourselves from the blind spots. It's parts of the human condition. It has been that way since the fall. But as we see, the story ends well. Especially for Jeremiah. It appears that God was protecting his weeping prophet, as it were. After God revealed the plan to Jeremiah, the slaughter is abated and Jeremiah is saved. You see, God, our Heavenly Father, is never, ever blinded. When He looks at us, He sees what we cannot see. And He sees the dangers long before we do. He is the God of no unknowns. He sees the impact that Satan has on our life. And he sees the folly when we trust in our own judgments. God knows everything. And when God looks at our lives, he saw our complete and utter failure to see our own weakness. And it is for that reason he sent a tackle for us, a Savior to protect and to guide us, he sent his son, Jesus, into the world. He did so to redeem us. And like Jeremiah, Jesus had great compassion for those around him. And he speaks nothing but God's truth. So the good news for us today is that Jesus' death and resurrection has delivered us from sin, death, and the devil. We are not left to our own accord. We cannot protect our blind side. But with Jesus as our only Lord and Savior in our life, we know that God through Christ keeps and protects us from all things that are harmful. He keeps you and I safe so that we can claim the prize that is eternal life in Him. My dear friends in Christ, I was never one of the great ones. My career didn't last very long. But what I do know is this. Christ's righteousness has been given to you. And God's righteousness protects you and I despite our blind sides. And through His grace, for Jesus' sake, we all have been made righteous. Therefore made ready to receive the crown that is eternal life. In his name we say, Amen.
And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, may he transcend your mind and keep your hearts in Christ Jesus, who is our Savior and, of course, our tackle, who protects and loves and keeps us safe despite our frailty. In his name, amen. Please stand. We confess together then the words of our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures, ascended into heaven, and he sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated as we continue then with our offering. <clears throat> 